From his role as editor-in-chief of Numero China to his collaborations with renowned luxury brands, Ka Chun-Lung's expertise in the fashion realm is unmatched. Join us as we explore his journey, cultural influences, and the dynamic world of Chinese fashion. It's time to dive in. Hello there. How are you doing? I'm good. Good. It's at night. It's at night in Shanghai. So yeah. <laughs> What time do you usually go to bed? Uh, well, around midnight. The it depends. I I wake up quite early right now because it's like for my son. But yeah, but it's all all good. That's one thing I noticed when I was in Shanghai. It was like everybody goes to bed so late. But in the morning, there's not a lot of people <laughs> in the streets. Because I'm a morning、yeah. riser too. When you have kids, you don't have an option. But I remember waking up early and walking around the city. It was like waking up very slowly. <laughs> well, you 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 will see you will see a lot of like old people walking on the street really early. But but you know, because you have been in Shanghai, so the nightlife is actually pretty long. So we work late and then we have dinner late and then you probably want to drink before you go to sleep. So. Yeah, that's quite normal for for young people. They want to hang out longer. Well, I was hanging out with the old people clearly because I was up <laughs> early, <laughs> But, <laughs> trying to work and it, enjoying the a, city. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 all good. I mean, the、um, well, you have different period of time in your lifetime, and then you change. Sometimes you're trying to change your your your. Maybe your lifestyle, or you want something different, especially like、um, the change of COVID, and then you're seeing a lot of things. You change your perspective of your life, and yeah. So that that's why I decided to to wake up early for my son and to have a breakfast with yeah, to have a breakfast with him, and then walk him out to school. Yeah. Is and and I mean. You have a very interesting background because you not only has done journalism and fashion for twenty plus years, you also were helping brands with the branding aspect in, in penetrating the Chinese market. Now, what is so different about China that we from the U.S. or in Europe doesn't really quite understand when it comes to fashion or even luxury goods? Um, I th- I think I talk a little bit about myself, which easier for you to understand because I come from Hong Kong, and then I start uh on newspaper, so which、mm-hmm. is quite traditional media, which is like a long it feels like long long time ago. It's like twenty something years, and then I start with newspaper, and then I started on man gadgets and stuff, and after after that I work on fashion. And that moment of time, I feel like, ah,、oh, okay, we I kind of really like fashion, so I started to work on it, focus on it. But、um, after three years, and when I was working in newspaper, things got quite routine because it's like you know when you work for newspaper, everything has to be happen and finish on the same day, and then you don't have much to plan because it's more like.、Um, It's like a reaction, so you react on some. Even even for fashions, like when you go to like a show, you have to run back to the office to write it down because it's like it has to be on the newspaper next next day. Um, so I've done pretty much on that, but I still think I like fashion a lot. So there is a chance for me to move on. Um, so I joined like a like a quite big company in in Hong Kong called IT. Which、mm. is like a multi-brand store. It's quite big at the moment. And then I was working on、uh, visual merchandising. And at that period of time, I changed the perspective from like media into like brands. So you you work as an observer or critic before, and then you work inside the industry. So you see fashion quite different. Um, but after two years,、uh, there is like a magazine called City Magazine who asked me to join. And City Magazine is like a quite,、um, I I would say it's like Elvin Guard Magazine in Hong Kong, which kind of like、um, incubate a lot of like talent. So when they、mm. asked me to join, I think ah、oh, okay, wow, that's pretty nice. Is a let let. It, 
it is is kind it's something like wallpaper in in UK. So it's like when they asked me to join, I think oh, okay, this is a good opportunity. So so that's why I moved back to media, and then I focus on fashion. And that was the time I started to go to Fashion Week, which is like really checking out like the International Fashion Week, and then go see a lot of like um, the designer and meet with people in the industries and stuff. And and after a few years, um, there is an opportunity for me to move to Shanghai, and then I go to Shanghai for another media called uh, Modern Weekly. Mm. And when I was in Shanghai, there was a lot of like it's not it, it's not like right now, which is like it's very fashionable and stuff. But but it's quite interesting because it's like they don't have that much like like Chinese people at that moment they don't have that much knowledge about fashion, which actually they don't have too much perception about fashion, which. Which is actually fa- fascinating because it's like if you are a new brand or like an independent designer, there are lots of uh, opportunity because the customer here is very open to all different type of like design or um, or brands because they were not so attached by brand. But now, of course, China, well, after how much year? I I, I was arriving Shanghai on two thousand and seven. So right now it's like more it's around fifteen years and there were so many things has been changed but but I still think like one of the most important thing or most inspiring thing about China is people are very open on fashion and people want to be fashion so which is quite interesting because it's not mm. it's not it's not that um it's not the that 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 much place like here because it's like when you talk about America, you, you talk about France, or you talk about Italy. They most of the people they have a a sort of like a style or like a, a like a perspective about what is fashion, and which is all, always related to their parents or the societies and stuff. But but in China, I think it's like there is quite dynamic. And that's what that's what I think quite fascinating. I'll tell a little bit about my experience. So first time I went to Shanghai, I think was 2018, 19, I think it was 18. And I was invited to speak at Design Shanghai. And at that point, I was presently surprised what I saw. And I agree with what a lot of you said. It was a very energetic, a lot of great energy. Uh, fashion forward, you can tell that people are really trying to, you know, explore the individuality, but also, you know, engage with fashion in products. But I also uh, opened up my mind to see a lot of young talent people, not only trying to explore new technologies and new techniques, but also going back to very traditional Chinese, uh, you know, way to do things in terms of craftsmanship and the furniture and some design aspect. So that was a very open mind experience for me and i enjoyed and in that year i went back to china three or four times in the span of a year and uh to shanghai but a lot of people were telling me that shanghai you can't compare china to shanghai it's not like you know you have to (laughs) you have to travel more and that's all the experience i had at least in mainland china but uh but i saw that i was able to see that uh on the young people like really excited there was that energy in the city is that and of course the world changed since then we had COVID. uh do you feel like that's still around people still like very excited about new new things and in, in, in design and the young people is more motivated than ever before yeah i would uh, yeah which is quite true we when, when we say shanghai is not representing china because it's like shanghai is, is sort of like the new york of china mm-hmm so um you can't only check shanghai as uh, as an index because it's like it, it, it when when we talk about fashion it's just like everything come from all around the world it started in shanghai and all the places in china they look up to shanghai that actually pretty true especially on fashion 
but um but it's quite interesting when there are quite a few um more regional city like like um Chengdu, Hangzhou, Chongqing, they were upcoming and like the um, the young generations of 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 people there they were actually like getting uh on the they 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 were very active but at the same time it's like they 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 were not completely look like Shanghai, so. I think the, this happened in this two or three years, which is quite different. And at the same time, it's like there, there were one thing you mentioned about like um, they care about like the tradition of Chinese culture, and it it actually works a lot within at least like three four years. More and more, like in in like um, Chinese talent, they were started to take into their own culture. There was like a phenomenon. I I, I would say it's like a lot of young. People they care a lot about like what they own for their mm. their 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 history their their own culture and they want to develop something new from there, but not only like um just from the educations on the or, or, on the Western country or or you know a lot of like the talent they were they were educated abroad in the state or in UK or in Europe and then. Probably they understand like one of the key part of them from the inspiration of their creation is related to their background, which they can have like a completely different voice on this is yet to find. So more and more talents they 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 start to think in in a different way. I I think this is in fact. Because of um, the, the such a globalization phenomenon within like like a decades before, so it's like people just jump in, like Chinese just jump into the international state, and then they 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 think about like who am I, and what do we, how can we make us special, how can、mm. we have a statement if we use fashion as a language to express ourselves, what type of language we want. The people to to listen to us and or at least we have like、uh, like something different from um from around the world because it's always like on fashion creation or fashion designer you always want to have something you own as um as as your language I mean yeah so that's that's becoming really important in China I think. Yeah, and the thing is, if you think about in the eighties and nineties, China was very much a production capital of the world, making things for for everybody, and still is. It's been the two thousands and now a very is a consumer consumer country, right? I mean,、yeah. all the brands are very much driving to and they cater to that consumer, fashion, non fashion. You know, it's, it's one of the largest markets in the world. But what I'm interested to know is that, as you mentioned, as people trying to find their own. DNA and their artistic vision, the, the local designers, the local creators, the local fashion designers, are they being supported by their own market? Is Chinese purchasing Chinese luxury goods, Chinese goods as well? Although still very much catered to maybe European luxury brands or European fashion, American fashion. I think what that there there was one thing like as I, I was coming from Hong Kong, so there is one thing which is very different. It's like when you are in Hong Kong, not it's very quite different.、Um, people don't normally support Hong Kong designer, so it's like in Hong Kong, Hong Kong customer they they want it's like the luxury customer they they want to buy luxury stuff, international one or like really trendy designer around the world. But um, they they it doesn't seems like well when when I was still in Hong Kong it doesn't seems like um people were supporting Hong Kong designer, even I have like a few Chinese Hong Kong designer friend for the moment and they 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 always said that oh it's so difficult to to earn a living or like you 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 have to control like the scales and stuff, but in China actually very different. I mean, like I meet a lot of like customers. They were luxury customer. They buy all the luxury stuff, but at the same time, they buy Chinese designer. They very support and Chinese designer.、Mm. It does. It doesn't mean that it's like I only go for the for the luxury stuff. I can have have them all if I think they were interesting. If I then I think these 
clothes is fitting my lifestyle and stuff, they, so they will buy. It's not competitive in a way. It's like, oh, if I, I choose luxury designer, if I choose like independent designer internationally, then I, I, I won't buy, I won't support Chinese designer. It's not the same case. The case that actually, I think like the Chinese design, the, the Chinese customer really support Chinese designer, the, the Chinese customer, I mean. And at the same time, it's like, um, there was some quite interesting phenomenon for like the Chinese, you know, a lot of Chinese students were study abroad. Mm. And they were one of like the biggest customer on in when 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 we talk about in Europe or in UK or in the state, they were buying Chinese designer there. So you can you can you can feel it because it's like oh okay because this is we are all Chinese so we can support each other, and I think that pretty much tell like when when you are a Chinese designer you feel that people your customer your people would actually support if you if you can get like really good design or like produce like a nice collection they will be really proud of you or happy for you i, I think the, this part is quite interesting yeah because it's like for you need it for 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 like young designer you need that support from from your local people and it works in 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 china a lot i have to say yeah, that's terrific. And the interesting thing, so it is, of course, a sense of pride, right? Support uh, your fellow countrymen, but also, but it's not only that, right? Because I'm sure the, as the consumer is being more well-educated about goods, they're also looking for something specific. So they're not only supported because you are from the same country, but they also believe in perhaps like what you're creating. Is mm -hmm. that like more or less the, the conversation? I think fashions right now is like, cause I've been working on fashion for like 20 years and the fashion at this stage right now is like, um, they represent something. It's like they represent a phenomenon. They represent a group of people. They represent your value. So not like before when we were talking about like, um, from, from the eighties is, is like, a it's like an expression, which is like to voice out which you are very mm. different from a, from from the other cuz it's like in the society if you're fashionable you are being quite different from yeah and you have to stand for what you stand for in terms of style in the 90s there are a sort, sort of like um quite functional or quite quite career or people like like um a lot of designer they represent a sort of like professional elite um intelligent individual and then after that the mi mi millennium after millennium with like the social media it is more expressing your group of people you know like a community and especially right now it's re really related to what you believe in for like sustainability or diversity is is more about your value and so so that's why when you, you're supporting Chinese designer, which is to say you, you believe in them, you believe in Chinese design. And if you're Chinese people, you have to believe in your designers too. So this is one part of what I think, which is quite important for the moment. And it helps the creative because it's motivated them to, to think about like, oh, okay, so if we want to express ourselves by using fashion so what can we create and then the people will support you when 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 they when they buy it or they would be happy to see you at your show and then they will give you a like on the social media so it, it's a it, it's about these reactions on the society i think that pretty much quite interesting as a phenomenon right now Do you find sometimes, I don't want to say the word dangerous, but something it can be challenging when you realize so much of identity with what you wear. How you, that's, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it has actually changed a lot. I mean, like be, before it's like 
when we were talk about um in the nineties, so what you were represent who you are, you know. But because this represent like your lifestyle or your style and who you are. So if you if you like music or if you like rock and roll, then you probably would just punk or rock or whatever. Mm. So you you have a certain style, you know. But after millennium, there was something different. Or, or actually, from what I observed recently within this decade, because of I, I think quite 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 likely is because of the usage of social media, it changed the perspective. It's becoming something quite sim like a symbol. So what you wear, it it actually didn't represent who you are, but representing who you want people think who you are. So, mm. so it's a tag. It's a tag. It's it's so so that's why it changed. So you get okay. So when you met a met, met someone with tattoo, you well well back in the old day you think oh, okay this guy maybe is dangerous or like oh, okay yeah. this guy will be like oh, okay so so can I talk to him? And now it doesn't mean anything. So you can you you see like you can see actually you can see a lot of like um girl. Oh boys, they have full tattoo on the street in China, and then when you're trying to go talk to them, it's like a normal person. So that becoming something much more like what you wear, you 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 know what I mean. So it represents something. Maybe you want people think you are cool, or you want people think who you are, but is that really who he is or she is? It does. You have to you have to talk to them, yeah. Mm. On that part, I think it's quite different because it's like back in the old days, it's like they were not, you know. So when you 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 see a bunch of kid like a skateboarder, so they really like don't skate. They they really dare to do anything and stuff. When when and and now everyone carry like a skateboard on the street. Not only in China, <laughs> which is everywhere, it become quite trendy, but. But that 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 can be good or bad. I mean, like it it really representing the generations. It changed a lot. Like people are much more open to what they wear, which is quite good. And you 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 are not less offensive when people were judging who you are or just. And but at the same time, it's just like it's it's not that serious. Like oh, okay, you have a jazz coat and stuff. It's becoming quite yeah. People don't don't talk as much about like oh okay you dress properly, only if you are working for like a brand like 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 bank or accountant you have to keep your professional aesthetic. Maybe it's easier to have the trust for your client, but all the others like is losing that type of like um like a dress code I would say. So we can clearly notice a change of uh, as you mentioned mindset, right? People really those lines that you mentioned about if you were a puck rank or a skateboard is kind of blurry these days, right? You can do dress like and be all of that, but it doesn't really mean you fit specifically on that one category. Has that also changed the culture itself, or that's still very much a more traditional way to see things? How families are being raised and kids are being raised in China. I think I think people are much more open. Like before, there 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 are always have some perceptions about like oh, okay, so you don't like like when when we talk about our parents, so maybe they were like I I don't know the case in the state, but like in China or in Hong Kong, they was like oh, okay, of course you you should have like a like to be a professional, like accountant, like banker, like. Uh, lawyer or doctor because like you can earn a good living in the future. But now it's like people like the the parent they don't mind you as an artist or musician or like like even um doing sport because it's like the the world is getting variety and people are quite open right now. And that not only representing the um, on fashion but also is like representing the the perceptions of of, of how people think. In terms of career,、mm -hmm. yeah. So I think it's a quite phenomenon. People, people are getting quite open compare, and 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 also on creative too. 
because it's like okay it's quite difficult to 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 define what is creative and even like when you work in business you have to be creative you work on a lot of job you have to be creative so it's like people you, you can see people are much more open about like to if my kid were working on creative i'm happy for him and but it's yet to define what is the next creative career in the future maybe only like there is something coming up in few years so i always talk about that with my kid it's like okay so it's like for my parents it's like oh they they want me to be an accountant to, to have like a proper income you know so i, I actually graduated from accounting <laughs> but, there you go yeah but but then like from and then i i i i started to think about it's like well of course you have your perceptions or expectations for your kid but it's not normally um that's what the path they are if you're not working on like um traditional career like uh, the the professional career i was talking about and then i actually think because because i work in creative field for quite a long time and then uh, mm. one day i was talking with my son i was like oh okay to to be honest i think you have to create your career in the future because i'm sure there is a lot of job will be disappear which i cannot expect what would be coming up in next few years and there is jobs and jobs were popping and at the same time it's like you have to find a way to make your living and the the, the way of make your living you have to cre pre be creative because it's like you have to create your role on the society yes. and that would yeah. be your career yeah so so i think i i think that that pretty much like uh, would become like quite common in the future yeah because especially when we were, we were talking about it's like ah, okay so we have like so many enemy right now with like ai or chat gpt or it's like oh, i'll say so it's the phenomenon that people always say oh, okay they will we, we all our all our job will be replaced by them and then mm -hmm. i was like okay yeah well things come and goes and yeah if you're not if you if you your your position has been replaced by AI or Chat GPT, then you have to create your 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 new position. I mean, you always we always find our way. I mean, like be, because we are not supposed to serve the computer, we are serving people. We work with people, so we have to find our way to create something, and we all need to be happy or we want to be creative so i i think creative mindset is very important um in the in the future i mean like yeah that's what i was always thinking about is like for this couple of years yeah we can notice that creativity has very much moved in a way that how people see it now is a level of intelligence it's no longer just an artistic vision or, you know, like something like that. It, like people see creativity equal to, you know, you can be creative coding, uh, you know, program software. There's so many ways of creativity. So I think yeah, that, yeah. that the paradigm has shifted. It's not only so much about being, you know, an, an artist an, an artist or an artistic vision, but also it can be, as you mentioned, you can be creating a business. You can be created as an accountant. You can be created in so many different exactly. ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's one thing that uh, the AI and some of the, you know, they're can quite equal to us in that, that aspect. You make us so human, right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was like, I actually really think about that because when I was thinking about shit, uh, like, Oh, for my kid, they will be probably like facing AI a lot. So what can they be, what, what, how, how it would be like a better tools for them to, to, to not really against AI, but like, I mean, like you, you have to keep your, your, yourself at least confident. I, I think creative is a mindset. So it's like, you can be creative on every single thing. Like we, you can be creative on creating your food or creating your lifestyle or um it's just like um like a more positive way to mm. adjust because it's like people normally would when you create something there there is a sense of happiness no matter this creation is important or not 
maybe you just draw like some little thing on the table or like your handwriting and then give a smile. It's like everything you can actually create a lot on 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 every day. And then it can give you yourself a little bit of help ha- happiness. I think it's quite mentality. It's, it, it's a mentality. And then you always look for something creative in your life. When you walk out the street, you're trying to find like, ah, oh, okay, so this guy was walking like this. And then why? Why is that happened like this? And why this guy was wearing this and that? Why that hat was turning around or whatever? It's like, and that actually drive you to think about it's like so i think mentally would be much more healthier i think because it's like i th- I think one of the things is there's, there was a, a, a lot of people like have mental illnesses or like have mental um it's always depression and stuff it's like because they were focusing on themselves too much and mm. then actually the world there was like if you if you see outside of yourself and then to find those interesting thing or inspiring thing you you can actually eat but easier to balance you out or you got i think you it's easier for you to get inspiration outside your your your, your outside your like your brain and but most of the time we're thinking too much about ourselves and which is quite complicated to 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 create something different out of your our mindset, you know. Yeah. yeah, I do notice people that fully embrace the the mindset, as you mentioned, the creativity aspect. They're more willing to take chances, and they're okay with the idea of not not failing, but they're okay with things not working out the way they want it. But they use those restraints and those lessons to make something different. So they're more organic, they're more fluid, right? They move around, they adapt it better. And I think that it is allowing us to be, perhaps be more forgiving with ourselves, that we don't need to do everything perfect all the time, that sometimes one door closes, but another one opens. So there's, yeah. a li- there's a little conversation there that I notice a lot of time when I talk to creative people, and they're always chasing a feeling. Uh, they don't really quite can, can, can verbalize exactly what they're looking for. It's like that there's almost like a, a gut feeling, a sense of happiness, a fulfillment that the once they they complete their vision or at least part of their vision we never know if it's fully completed because a lot of people too who are creative people they're perfectionists and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that can be challenges too yeah but but there there are something quite interesting because it's like um when when we when we face failure so it's like if you if you face failure and then it's like, oh, you're really upset because it's like, oh, I'm fail or whatever. But at the same time, it's like if, if you can be, if you are a creative people, when you see failure, you you think it, this is a challenge. So it mm. doesn't feel like the end of the story. So if you only looking at the failure itself, which means this is the end of your story, then of course you cannot go over it. If you see it as a challenge, then it doesn't mean that you can you 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 can beat it, but you can walk around it and then you find the next task. So just not to focus on a small little thing or it, it would be easier to find a solution. And because it's mm. like there there's no perfect solution, there was no perfect answer. If even like especially when we're it's, a, it's just a very simple question. It's like when we were trying to, okay, let's say we we try to do a drawings or we try to edit like a movie, like even your YouTube, like a short edit. So when did you end your edit? So you like, of course, you can be better. You can always be better. It can be shorter. It can be faster. You can be have more content. But there was a certain moment you think, okay, so this probably would be the right time to stop. And then I can start the other thing. And that that is more related to your experiment. And then it came across so you can, like the next time you say, okay, I I can edit it a little bit better than the one before. 
or I find like a more interesting angle or when I was shooting videos, it's like, oh, okay, this time I shoot it like this. And then next time I move uh, the camera like that to make it slightly different. And then you have a different point of view and then you see things in a different angle. And then you got like, are oh, motivated. So it's like, oh, this worked better or actually that one was better. So we go back or, yeah. I think this is quite interesting, but for me, I really like working on creative. So, and, and especially when you work with people and then you can communicate, you can discuss, and then you say, oh, what do you think? Do you think this is better or not or whatever? So it's like, I think this, this create a certain type of magic. Yeah. And is that how you prefer uh, to deal with creativity? Because what you do requires a great level of creativity is more engaging with people, having conversation, piggyback, you know, having feedbacks, or maybe a moment of solitude being by yourself. It's the best way. Do you have like a specific way to get in the zone? I think I think I have different stage of life and then I I change or slightly changes from time to time. So it's like when I working on magazine when I was an editor, I do a lot of like interview. And then I I I, I shoot something and then but at the same time I do a lot of interview. cuz it's like I want to talk to people about creativity or like where the inspiration and then at a certain point when I got kind of like um what i want and then i started to um to to actually get from the interview to trying to draw out how this person to so so is to, to describe it's not like the the text itself or the conversation itself is it's not that important but i was trying to use the text to give you the idea about the sense of this guy so who 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 is he or how he think or how he react or why he would come up with an idea like this or how what what is he what is he is he in his mind and then after that i work because I, I was working on two magazines as the chief editor i need to work with a lot of people and then i started to think about oh, okay so how i i'm not like working on my own article anymore so I have to get like a framework of what I want to do on these issues. And then I mm-hmm. I will tell them, ah, okay, so the idea or like I, I will give a bunch of like tags or like a write little notes about the theme. And then I find some of the visual and then I say, oh, okay, so let's talk about flower, um, these issues. And then there are some artists related to flowers. I want this appear all over the magazine. So it's like if you were interviewing someone which is not related to flower, can you put a flower on the back, on on, on the portrait as, as as the background of the portrait? So it just I, I don't want everything to be so direct. But there was a sense of like a need to things related to flower or these people is famously a flower lover or yeah yeah so and then they can jump into a conversation related to a flower even maybe he or her professionally is completely out of flower but that is okay because it's like that's how you you deal with the world because it's like you meet, meeting people around the world they have all different identity they all think differently yeah and then so i, I started to think about it's like what to create is more related to you, you you set the framework so it's like if you fa- set set deep oh, okay let's say this is a brief so when you when, when you're working with 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 the other so you have like a proposal or you you bring out a brief and then so send it to them and then they will know oh, okay what is in your mind and how you want it and then if they have more questions they can jump into you and then they will ask you so oh, okay so i have this idea do, do you think this is like the right things to do or is that like um going over all the other contents of your magazine and so so it's like and then like people have been um so they they they, they have more engagement you know because it's like you give them a sort of like a like a task and then they were like oh, okay they will find their solution and then they will be motivated 
and then they will talk about that, oh okay i really like this artist because and some most of the time maybe i don't know this artist because it's like nobody can know everything and then i would got inspired and it's like oh, okay so this is the magic and if you were very focusing on the creation of yourself you can create it by yourself so you don't need to work with people so it's not a one-off question. So it's like, oh, okay, you can only work by yourself or you can only work with the others. I think it's like, it really depends on what you want to create. I can I can work on the sub by myself if I'm capable on working on a small project. But at the same mm -hmm. time, it's like, there are some project you need to work with people. So, so that's why you have to find a way and you're trying to take a balance. And some, and, and there was some, something quite interesting about creative is like sometimes you don't really actually need to create some something and show it to the others so some some of this creation is actually you keep it for yourself so i can do like small little i can actually do some emoji and then i don't send it to everybody i just trying to entertain myself too yeah i think it was like oh, okay well it's quite silly but i did it when I was drunk, and then I'm not sending, I'm, I don't need to share with the others. So, so there are, but, but it gives you some, some, some sense of like the, the happiness about creation and it drives me a lot. Yeah. You have had the chance to interview and meet a lot of very creative people. And yeah. looking back now, is, is there anyone that really stand out that all the time keep bringing you back to it? I have, I, I have, yeah, because it's like I work on fashion for a very long time. So I actually interview a lot of like designer, like Carl Lagerfeld. I work, I interview Ray Carl Cooper. I interview Ralph Simon. I interview Nicholas Gasquire. And I, I actually interview a lot. And at the last, maybe, in the last five years of my life in media, I was trying to understand why these people would think in a different way. And it's always quite inspiring, like, because it's like they have like, it's more related to um, their, their hobbies, I would say. So if you like something, it's like, yeah, it, it's quite simple. Like, oh, maybe this guy was really like um, a, a animation or this guy was really like music or this guy, and he really like um, a certain of like artists. And that give me a different way um, of definition about languages. So, so it's like um, at the end, uh, at a few these few years, I always talk, discuss with people about like this idea of a second language, and that second language more like art as a language, or music as a language, or fashion as a language. Which is actually, they they were verbal language, but they represented in terms of more than just a word. So let's say okay, let let let's do an let let do an exercise like this. So it's like when we talk about seventies. When we talk about fashion, then in your mind would be a lot of pictures related to the designer of the 70s or like the 70s style or like 60s. You definitely would think about these hippies or space age and stuff. And we talk about music, then you, about 70s, you can think, you probably will think about punk. And I don't actually need to give you a lot of text and you will understand what I mean, because it's like it happens mm -hmm. on movie, because it's like if you read books and you, you, you saw movies and you listen to music, these elements all came across into your mind. And it doesn't it, it doesn't stop you because I'm Chinese and you're American or you are European. It doesn't stop you as much, especially when, when we are all connected with the with, with the Internet right now. So all these images, they were flowing in terms of, say, of the same stage or same thing. So we actually can communicate easier. 
in terms of not only in terms of works because it's like okay so let's say if i trying to teach you what is pong verbally it's quite complicated though i have to describe a lot about like oh they what kind of style or how crazy they were when they were performing and stuff and then you don't actually have a sense if you don't see the pictures of pong but if you saw it then you don't need me to explain a lot and this is like so so that's why this visual language or like this second language i think is i think it's quite interesting to 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 let us to com communicate better than before which we don't have a translator like a google translator can translate it like this not yet not yet yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah but but it's I, all about this communication because it's like when you when we we need to work with like creative people we need to communicate quite directly like what we're thinking or what are we we're seeing right now and then it was like oh can we twist this a little bit to create something new or we we, we were not copying completely because it's like there was no meaning to 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 copy it but we can give layers of this work or we have we can transform it into something much more modern to represent what we want to tell, the story we want to tell, the, the message we want to tell by combining diff, like these different elements all together. I want to ask you about something. I had this conversation with a friend of mine a few weeks ago, and it's a little bit part of the business of fashion. And uh, when we think about, we talked about this earlier, being China being one of the biggest uh, market in the world for fashion luxury. But yet, when I look at the fashion houses, there is no, as far as I'm correcting from Rome, I don't see any creative director yes. from China. Yes. So what are we missing here? Why do we still, I mean, really mix stuck with the same models, you know, with, you know, I know there's more diversity these days. But when we talk about that your goal is to very much cater to one of the largest markets in the world, but the person running your creative uh, machine hmm. doesn't really have a full identity of that group of people. I know there's a global brand, so there's more than just one, but I almost feel this is a little bit of a missed opportunity. What, do you have any thoughts on that? I have think about it before. But I was um, trying to find a solution um, in an alternative way by starting to ask Japanese designer why there were like a phenomenon which happened in the 70s or 80s about Japanese design, but still not so many Japanese designer were being at the house of uh, like a creative director of like major fashion house, mm -hmm. which recently we have, we, we have Nico. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but like I asked the question right before, like probably a few years before, because I want to 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 foresee if there is any references we can we we can we can see and then we can try to change this to China. So it's like as a reference point, I think a lot, and I I talk to a lot of of people, especially China, uh, Japanese designer. And then um, first of all, I think language is a problem. Because um, they they haven't actually communicate with you directly. Uh, if you are a Japanese designer or a Chinese designer, they didn't know like um, if they can like the team can communicate very well with you, and that was actually related to some some sort of the thing I was talking about. It's like, do you have the same type of language you can communicate? And then if you want to hire someone as a creative director, you have to, first of all, you have to have this guy have like, uh, know how to lead the team and ha have to know how to communicate very well within a bunch of people they never work with. And um, not very easy for like a foreign brand to have the fully trust with, um, with someone from China or Jap Japan because the languages are so different. So this is one of the things they, 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 it would stop a little bit about them because basically they were taking a risk if they don't know you 
as much or they never really work with Yale. And at the same time, it's like the, the, the Chinese designer right now, most of them, they were very, quite young. And then um, I don't think they would trust, but I think things would change in a few years. And hopefully like more, more and more Chinese designer was going up. I'm foreseeing like within these two or three years, more and more Chinese designer would head to Paris or Milan to do show. And then people would appreciate Chinese designer. And they, if they are, they were showing the varieties of, of creation uh, through all their collection, there is, there would be an opportunity um for them to to be the creative director i think now they were they they were i, I think brands or like even headhunter is not they never thought about it but at the same time it, it would be a huge risk if they don't take the right person to 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 do to do to do the this position you know and at the same time it's like to be honest like the head the head head of a creative director for the moment is around 40. So you can mm. see like, it's, it's about like the age of 40. So they were leading. So you see um, a few designer like them uh, is around the age of 40. And then they were kind of like very important right now. And most of like the Chinese designer right now is like, uh, is at their 30. So it's still some time for them to show them they are actually um, able to take an import, important position on international stage. I think there were there is still you still definitely need a few years to to give them a chance to show how much they were capable of. I agree with you. I think it's a matter of time, but I also think it probably is going to have some have to be someone within, which I means someone that started Amazon, he's been working the company for a few years, you know, and yeah, earned yeah. their spot to be there, being groomed by that company to understand the dynamic. But uh, I agree, it will be a matter of time before we see that for sure. Uh, listen. I have a feeling that we can be here for, for another hour or two and have all this conversation about the industry and everything else. But I want to be respectful of your time. And uh, But before I let you go, I always ask three questions to every guest. And number one is a recommendation, a book to read. Uh, number two, a movie, TV show, something to watch. And number three... Who should it be a guest here at the podcast? Who would you like to see here? I have to answer it right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> put it in the spot. That's that's the purpose of this game. So I can put everybody their back against the wall and they're like, oh my God. A book. Mm. Okay, a book, a book. Can I can I name some? Oh, okay. It's like uh, okay. The three question is like a book, a movie, and, and a guess, and a Somebody guess to be part of one. Yes, and the guess is I recommend to be in the show. Yeah, somebody like, that you like to hear from, someone you think would be great oh, over here. Whatever um, you think. Like the 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 person first, because it's like it's always my favorite. It would be MM Paris. Okay. So I talked to them because like I, I I was a huge friend of them. But they well, I was a huge friend of MM Paris like for a very long time because it's like they especially when I saw what they had done for uh Palais de Tokyo before, and then they create some sort of like a like like an alien language. And then it's, it's more like all these different type of symbol. And then they is sort of like pretending it's a type of like a alien language. And then it start to, it's an enlightenment for me about like how you can use visual to change the perception. It's like it, visual is not only, cause it's like from, from my background of education, it's just like when, when we talk about art or when we talk about graphic and stuff, it's, it's all visual. And obviously, is related to an aesthetics, and it's not 
much for me to understand there are something like okay you can express more than the aesthetics you know so if you were a graphic designer you think oh, okay they they can put these find the right phones or like to lay out beautifully make you like feel like really like it but what they have done i think like it's so much more than that they create something it's like they they actually can create a whole bunch of story they think so much more than you think and when you started to go through it to understand it you will create something maybe they didn't actually create it so there is a lot of inspirations from them which is very inspiring for me i, I see the power of visual mm. um yeah it's a it is it, it's, it's a is the next level so it's like okay maybe they will think in that way but at the same time it's like the work done here let me think of something else and which is more than just a piece of graphic and I, 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 I really like them. So I trying to find a work because like when, when I was in magazine, I, I always trying to find my excuse to meet these people. I like <laughs> to have a real conversation <laughs> with them. And then I get like, yeah, I, I met with them and then I go to their office. I talk to them. It's like, it's, it's in, inspiring. They they, 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 they have a quite different way of think. Like, cause like there were two of them. So. I, I don't know how they discuss because it's like in front of me they they didn't discuss like one guy was sitting backwards so it was like like listening here and the other was talking to me and then which is actually pretty pretty, pretty cool yeah but but yeah highly recommended I I mean like if you have them on the program I, I will really, I definitely want to watch it out and I want to ask questions still <laughs> but I really like them. And for books, hmm. that was kind of tough, though. There were so many books I like. Uh... I, I, I really don't know, but I, I, there was something I was thinking of, because it's like, okay, there were a lot of different ways of seeing books. So it's like, I'm always like fiction. And then there was always a lot of people were talk, talking about these um, uh, real, real, not, oh, I, f I forgot the, 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 the way, but it's like, I really like fiction and I really like ghost story. And I think it's quite interesting because how much people can create from nothing. Mm. And I really like fiction. I think fiction is a sense of like the basic thing on creation because it's like it's just purely out of your brain and you write it down and you have to convert, you know, no. But the most important thing, you have to create it. You have to persuade people this is real. And this is magic. And this is like some sort of like purely creation out of your brain and then because you have to believe it enough and and there is one thing really important about creativity is like you have to believe it if you don't believe it you cannot create because it's like it's not persuasive it's just like you can't present something you don't create which is bullshit and then you got burnout or like people with blackface or rolling their eyes and then you feel frustrated but at a certain point, because you don't believe in it too, so you cannot fight for it. And for, for, for fiction, I, well, I'm not talking about bad fiction. I mean, like, but a lot of fiction I know I, I, I really like. It's like, this is just a little idea and it grows. There are some, I, I actually like a lot of like Japanese designer, Japanese um, writer, but I don't, I don't know how to pronounce it in, in, in English. I can write. I, I can write you some of their names. Yeah, send so the name. You know, yeah. I think name I think it. they were quite. I think they were very crazy. You know, like they have these thing out of their mind. It's like animations. So, so it's like how how can they think of something like this? You know, it's like it's just crazy. Yeah. So, I I don't know. I can pick you a few books and then I write you the name. But like, yeah. But definitely, I I think fiction. Is is very important. I think it's like one of uh, what 
like one I, I I read a lot, I listen to a lot of podcasts and stuff. Like, but I it comes comes and goes. I I I like real people telling weird story, which I like ghost story. I actually watch so many ghost movie all the time. It's more like a study. When I was right, there was like when when I was talking with my friend, it was like how much I like to 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 watch ghost story. They they were like, why you like so addicted to scare yourself? And it's like, I don't think it's scary, because it's like I actually see quite common grounds about human beings. So it's like, okay, why there are always some story which go through every culture. And they were very similar, so they were scared of the similar things. And then they were sort of like, oh, okay, um, the zombie or like the the dead, with they come back and stuff. And then there was story which is actually going through from Mexican to China to so many different ways to 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 Japan. They have like quite similar story, which actually they were from their own languages. But they had something common, and so so which makes me feel is like they are common fear. It's like、mm. love. So it's like we you don't have to you we don't have to describe love in different languages because it's like when we talk about love, we all know what it is. But scare is the same thing. It's some reactions on this. So so that's why I really like、um, ghost story. And a movie. <laughs> you should you should have write me before. <laughs> It would take ages to, to to find the best one. Okay. Um. I want to give you a good one. So okay, there 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 are, there there is one. Oh, maybe is um is a is a quite interesting. I I don't name you one, but I. Want to name you a form of movie or TV、okay. series which I like right now? It's like okay, so the 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 top is like um the one in Oscar. It,、oh、shit, what's the name? Um, the one that just won the Oscar, the everything everywhere at once. Yes, yes. So、okay. this and have you watched Payer Number One? Yes. Yeah. Have you watched、um, the Stranger Things? Yes. Yeah. So three of them. How you see it as like a, if I'm trying to find like a formula or like a group of what they were representing is like okay because first of all、um, we are in the we are we are actually in an era with like so many、um, message. And then at the same time, it's like we are very busy, so we have to go through so many things every day, you know. And the smarter thing about this movie, the, the three of them, they represent something more than itself. So they 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 actually video they the the way they shoot this video is with their memory, with the directors. So with their understanding of what they see before, so let's say like payout number one with all these characters. So you ha- you know when they appears like a marble or like the the dinosaur, or so they bring、yeah. back a piece of your memory into the movie. So they don't need to have more story to tell because the character itself they bring the story into another story. So actually, when within these two hours. You have like tons of millions of hours of message actually activated your brain, which is kind of quite interesting.、Mm. And at the same at the same time, it's like Stranger Thing remind you a lot with your memory about like if you watch、uh, ET before. Yeah, it's all these like with the with the BMW with 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 the BMX, you know, these keys riding the BMX. And they were fe- fe- facing these like crazy enemy or like an alien and stuff. It's like this react your memory with your childhood related to ET, and that was the magic. I mean, like how can you? Well, I I when when I first saw it, when I think about it, it's like why 
I think this is very interesting. It's like, do I have the same feeling with the young kid if they like the show or not? But definitely, we have different understanding, and、yeah. I I think this is very inspiring because it's like how you can react with people's memory by your by 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 your by your by your work by your artwork or by your creation. I think that was that was like giving my idea about like how we transform. So it's like it's not it's not purely about like okay you have to do. Well, because it's like there was a long pauses of time. It's like when we talk about creative, we always focus on like originality.、Mm. But it's like, ah,、oh, okay. So, how can you produce something original like it never happened happened before? I don't think actually this is very necessary because it's like we, if、yeah. even we when we are trying to do creative, we can actually create on the top of the shoulder of the giant, you know. So we were trying to build. Because we 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 shouldn't take like get out all our influence or like our background or culture impact or whatever. These are part of us. So it's like when we do creation, we make decision, and we have judgment. It's all related to the thing we educate us when we face us. It pauses it in our brain, but we have to transform it into our own languages, and then. We use our work to communicate with different people, and then this movie I think is very inspiring because when they,、um, when they communicate with different ages of all audience, they probably would get very different type of content in their mind.、Mm. Yeah, and、True. that, and that, and that, and that I I think is that I I think this is a very interesting form of. Creation which happened within this, within this decade, and especially when we when we are talking about like a, a lot of short form videos right now, if you want to react more content, it's like、oh, okay, it's like people we we people are watching this video in fifteen second or thirty second, but how can you when trying to put thirty second of material within this fifteen second or even more? Then you have to find a way to to put to implant more memory into that scenario, and that was that was、uh, yeah that was well I'm I, I'm sure this is very tired but <laughs> but but as the is as the form on creation I think that that can works yeah yeah. Thank you so much for the lovely conversation. As I mentioned before, I'm sure we could do this for another hour. <laughs> uh, but maybe we do this. Maybe we, you know, we reconnect again in a in a、sure. in a couple episodes ahead, and we continue this conversation. I think there's a lot here that we can still unpack and and、uh, and discuss further. But I want to thank you again for taking the time, and we truly appreciate it. My pleasure. Well, lovely to talk to you. I mean, like, yeah, of course. If you need to talk to someone, then I'm always on. Minded podcast powered by the CDA. 